Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church. And on today's Word for the Day podcast, we're in Philippians chapter 1. We're wrapping up the chapter and looking at chapter 1, verses 28 through 30. And it really continues from uh, yesterday's podcast. Um, these verses continue the kind of the, 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 the ideas that started yesterday. So let me read verse 27 again from yesterday and then today's verses. Paul writes, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear of you that you're standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving side by side for the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation, and that from God. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. So, Paul's continuing to encourage the Philippians, and he makes this statement that maybe it's cold comfort. He says, hey, um, it's been granted to you not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for his sake. What an amazing thing to be given, uh, faith in Jesus and the gift of suffering for his sake. Um, St. Paul really does seem to frame it that way. It cuts against the grain for me, maybe for you as well. But it's important to understand, too, what he's meaning by suffering in this context. They're suffering because they have opponents. Now, for Paul, the opponents to the gospel, because of them, um, he's in house arrest in Rome. That's not what's happening in the Philippians. But they're simply trying to live as faithful people. They're trying to follow Jesus. And there are folks that surround them. And at this time, it would have been some from the from the synagogues that, that don't yet accept Jesus as Messiah. So they're, they're against what's happening with the Philippians. And probably the, the church there was a mix of uh, Jewish believers and Gentile believers. Then also in the Roman culture, um, the Christian community is just marginalized and just looked down upon. And there's people that just don't want to see them thrive or don't want to, don't want to value them. So suffering can can look like that. It doesn't always look like, you know, the most egregious persecution. That's probably not what's going on. But the Philippians want to live their lives. They want to enjoy their lives. They want to follow Jesus. And yet it's inevitable that there are those who stand against them. Boy, isn't that true for us? Don't we live with that reality? I think as a, as a North American Christian, um, A, if you really want to live as a faithful disciple, you're, you're simply a minority in our culture. Um, two, um, if you want to live as a faithful disciple of Jesus, there is a subset of our culture, not a majority, that actually really are against that and, and think it's wrong and think that you're narrow and in some cases even bigoted because of your unique faith in Jesus. Then there's just a lot of people that kind of don't care. And they're okay with you being a Christian, but they don't really value it. The things you value so much that drive your life just aren't valued by them. So... So we kind of live on the margins, and we have some voices that show up in the culture and probably show up in the media that are really anti-us. And that's not pleasant. It's not persecution. I don't like that word for that. It's not the same as, you know, um, the emperor um, having people thrown in the lion's den. It's not even near that. But it's still a kind of suffering because we have opponents. And Paul says, hey... That's basically normal. Jesus said, hey, that's basically normal. That's what it means to follow Jesus. That some will even hate you because you follow me. 
and a lot, just like they did with Jesus, will ignore you. So I think um, here, as Paul encourages them to kind of band together as the body of Christ, be true to their faith, and then know that they're going to be sort of a, a almost like a remnant community in the larger culture, um, or a creative minority in the larger culture. He knows that. He affirms that. He says, that's just a sign that God's with you and a sign that you're doing the right thing. So I just want to encourage you as you live for Jesus, um, you know, in the context of the church or as you're in your neighborhood or at your work or even in your family and you feel like you're on the margins in some ways, you probably are. Um, but the, the answer to that isn't to become a fighter against those things, but to become a, but stay a faithful follower of Jesus and to lean into him and to lean into his purposes and look at these realities through a Jesus and gospel lens, just like Paul does. And remember that Jesus humbled himself, became a servant, was obedient to the point of death. And his death was, was at the hands of people who rejected him, and yet God lifted him up. And we're called to do the same and called to follow Jesus along the same path. Well, have a great weekend. This is Friday, and we'll pick up again on Monday with Philippians chapter 2. God bless.